Bro, cards? Bro, cards? Bro, cards? Welcome back to another episode of Bro Cards. Uh, we got a new host this week. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Ryan, at Philly Cards 25. We're joined by a special guest this week, and we got a big announcement coming this way. But without further ado, I'm joined by my boy, uh, my guy, Danny Dimebox. Danny, how you doing tonight, kid? How we feeling? Yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, he's happy, happy to be here. Uh, we got some big announcement. Uh, I guess we'll get right into it. Um, it's going to be life-changing for me. It's actually pretty crazy. Um, I was in shock for about like a week, but I think I'm good now. Mez, you guess it in my DMs. Um, I'm actually having a kid, and um, it's very exciting and scary i'm only 23 and uh i've saved a lot of money at this point but uh we got a tough road ahead so we're planning <laughs> hey you're gonna be a great dad and we're here to help you every step of the way i'm just kidding that's not the news uh that was all a joke your boy actually got dumped so city boys down on that but uh the other news is um the bro cards team was looking for somebody to keep us a little more organized and Danny Dimebox being the avid fan that he was volunteered to be take over the managerial role for us. So dimes, what does that mean for you moving forward? What are your plans to move forward with the bro cards brand and um, how can we expand? The first thing uh, that I did, and it, I'm not sure exactly when it'll be dropping. I know Connor has the exact date in mind, but should be within the next couple of days, but I created a bro cards discord. And the thing I really like about discord is like, we have a couple subtext channels so we can keep things kind of organized. Like we got Mookie bets as a sub channel. So that way we can see how much Connor's losing every week. We get to track that and see how bad he is at betting stuff like that. That's um, always fun. And, and meatball too. the two of them, we're going to see if they, how much they can lose together. Um, and then there's like going to be a card play section, like not for like, pumping stuff like we're not trying to be be friends but it like for sharing things that maybe you just did like you just got a nice psa 10 back sold it for this let us know um and then there's gonna and then be a section there's got to be like a trade thread with like all of like the dudes that like listen especially because i feel like a lot of people that would join will probably be like local guys so we'll all have like uh inventory available in the chat at all times and if we need to we can always just meet up and give each other cash or whatever it may be but i think a discord with people that listen especially to like the podcast would is like a no-brainer and to just to get that up and rolling would be dope it's it's up it's just you know once the links get sent out we'll be good to go and i'll definitely make sure that there's a, a trade thread in there i'll be the the moderator so uh be on your best behavior no, shen no shenanigans getting past Danny Dimebox over here. Um, Dimes, we uh, hit up the Fishtown show this weekend. Uh, Brett at the Fishtown show had a, put on a great event. Um, I feel like from the very first show at the Fillmore show to this show, the third show now, uh, being at Rivers, uh, you saw how much traffic was there. Uh, like the new dealers that were set up, people that were traveling from out of state. So like overall, it was a really good show. Um, I was able to set up, sell a bunch of stuff, mostly on the lower to mid-end side, but I was able to move some bigger carts, and I was able to acquire some cool inventory as well. What did you think about the show this weekend? I thought it was great. I mean, the Fishtown show, I think, is like, it's my personal 
favorite. I know some people might like some, but it's just to me, it's easy. Like it's at Rivers Casino. That's a good spot. Like it's not in the corner of a town in the basement of some motel. Like it's somewhere where people are already at. So you'll get some traffic, like just based on the fact that it's at Rivers Casino, which is, you know, a great spot to be in, in the city. And, you know, easy parking, like it's an easy show. I like it. A lot of foot traffic, a lot of stuff sold, was able to pick up some stuff. I'm, I'm a big fan and definitely looking forward to the next one. Let's go, Dimes. I'm excited. Brett, you put on a great show. Um, it was a good ass time at the show. One of the questions we actually got from um, M3 Philly Collects, one of the avid listeners, he said, what was the best pickup or move at the Fishtown show for each of you? Dimes, you want to rip it first? Connor was only there for a few hours. He was down bad and then dipped out kind of early. I don't even know if he grabbed much. Best pickup or move? Uh Probably some wax somebody came up to the table with and um, was willing to move at a uh, very fair price. So I picked up some wax and was able to flip it within the show. Shout out to um, Mikey at Suplex. Super easy to work with. Um, sold some stuff. Mikey Eyes. We were set. Yeah, we were set up next to him. Super cool dude to be set up next to. I definitely suggest stopping by his booth if you're at the Fishtown show next time. Let's fucking go. And then for me, um, the best move that I made, I don't know. That is tough. I think uh, there's this Tatum auto that I picked up in San Diego for like 1200 bucks, and I moved it at seventeen or 1800 value and then ended up getting like a Trout Tops Finest Refractor 9.5 back in the deal, rookie. So that was probably one of my favorite moves. I picked up a cool Maxi auto. Um, Mac Jones Contenders autograph was a good pickup. Shout out Steve and Ian uh, for that one. That was fire. Um, and then, yeah, just selling some like low to mid end stuff. Um, another good question we have here is from TW Cards 12. He said, best tip when setting up at a show. I have my prices on my cards, but want to trade more. Best tip for setting up is uh, make sure you have all your bargain bin stuff price. Because if you get that stuff and get some of that stuff selling, then it pretty much pays for your whole setup. And then you can just look at deals more clearly and not be in a rush to have to move stuff that maybe you don't need to, you shouldn't move right now because it's premature. So um, I would just make sure I have all my bargain box stuff priced and um, ready to flip because I'll pay up for your whole showcase if you do it the right way. And then I have prices on my cards, but want to trade more. Um, if you want to trade, I, I don't think I would put prices on at all, or I put my prices like stupid high, but I feel like, I don't know. I would just tell people, I wouldn't even put prices on my cards if you're more open to trade. Cause then people won't even be thinking about like a number. They're just looking to get that card. Yeah. I think one thing with that too, like when I'm looking to trade stuff or pick some stuff up, cause I think that's one of the best parts of a show. Um, definitely had some nice walk-ups at the fish town, but like if somebody's walking around with like a box and like, they're not really saying anything, they're just looking at some stuff. Like I'll usually just say, Hey, you looking to trade anything that's in the box. Cause like some people, you know, they might not, maybe it's their first card show or something. They might not want to just come up and be like, Hey, are you buying? Like if you say something to them first, you know, I think that can that can help get some more uh, cards shown to you at your booth. Oh, 100 percent. Whenever somebody's walking by with stuff, always ask them. And if they're always if they're always like, uh, are you guys buying? Like, always take a look like it really do not judge by like the way somebody looks. You'll 
be surprised who pulls out what card. So always take a look. Um, never turn anybody down for looking at sports cards. The worst thing that can happen is you say, I'm not interested in these cards, but thank you for showing me. And then you move on. And then shout out to Nick SP cards. Um, he said, chicken bites better be back for the next Fishtown card show. Brett, make it happen. Brett, you knocked it out of the park with the food this show. Heard the chicken bites were a good hit. Um, got the bar going. And then the location was obviously fire at rivers. I was able to go up a shitload in Spanish 21 after the show playing $25 hands. I think your boy came home with like four or 500. So that was a nice little snag at the end of the show. So shout out to Brett and rivers for the dubs, even though I hate casinos. Um, but dimes, when's the next show we're hitting, I think, Saturday, uh, we're actually not going to be able to make it this weekend to the Anything But Commons card show. Um, make sure you guys hit up Jake, Anything But Commons on Instagram for the information on that. Uh, I'm sure we'll be at the next one. Um, but I think the next show we'll be at after that will be Chantilly, Virginia, right? I yeah, cannot yeah. wait for that. One of the Chant- best buying shows out there for sure. Yeah, definitely was able to pick some nice stuff up the last time I was out there. It just seems like, I don't know, sometimes... You go down south and it's just easier to make deals. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like buying down south and then bringing it to the east coast and then flipping it is always a play. Uh, they're always a little cheaper on their stuff. But I don't know. Always finding moves like that. But dimes, um, the $30 option at PSA is officially open. Not open to like us, but like the certified dealers and stuff. So Matt said, do we think the $30 PSA option is the lowest it will ever get? And then what do you think about the $30 PSA option right now? What plays are you looking at? Uh, I think it's interesting. One thing that jumped out to me was it's nothing before 1996. So like me specifically, I picked up a raw Jerry Rice uh, 86 tops rookie at the Fishtown show. And I definitely would have loved to send that in. So hopefully they open it up to more vintage stuff soon. I mean, I'm sure they will. They can't just keep it as modern only forever, but I don't know if they'll go cheaper than 30. I think if they do, it's just to 25. I don't think it'll ever be like $17 PSA grading again, but I think maybe some, maybe a company like SGC has to respond to that and really lower and give us like a bulk price because, you know, if SGC is at third at 23 and PSA is at 30, even though SGC is quicker, you know, that's, it's tough to, I guess, choose in, I mean, unless you're worried about return time, but I'm really excited that PSA opened so, up the $30 option. What, uh, what return time are we looking at for the $30 sub? Do they give us a time frame? So what they're saying is they're not going to start grading these until the backlog is clear, but they're hoping to be done with the backlog mess from 2021 by the end of August or at the latest early fall. And they're saying that because of that, they're going to be able to get these back to us in like four to six months. That's that's the range I'm hearing most. And also they had it wrong when they originally released it. They said that the max value was 300 bucks. It's actually 500, which makes a big difference on some stuff. Cause like when you get upcharge, you get smoked. Like it's not just like a little like $10 fee. Like you can, it can be like a couple- I actually bucks. didn't get upcharge on my Curry Flawless today for a hundred dollar grading. Well, it's a hundred dollar grading, so maybe what's the limit for that? Nine ninety nine. Oh, that limit is a <laughs> thousand. That's a low limit for a hundred dollar grading. Uh, or maybe fifteen hundred. I don't know, but I didn't get upcharged, so that was hype. But 
Dimes, what plays are you looking at? Because you sent me some screenshots of some purchases you made on eBay with the $30 PSA option opening. So what are we looking at in six, four to six months from now? Is some of this stuff going to hold value? Yeah, that's like my main thing. So I'm curious what the bros think about this because base stuff is pretty much becoming junk wax. But like when you look at, like, for example, I'll just pick a random card, like something that I was looking up, Anthony Edwards, uh, Optic Blue Velocity, not numbered. There's probably a million of them out there, to be honest. It's nothing special. But I was looking like raw, you can get them like 40 to 50. PSA 9 is 100 bucks. PSA 10 is like 230. So the question there is how much does that drop? Cause those will not, those prices, unless he comes out and is playing like Michael Jordan and LeBron James had a kid, like unless he's playing, like he's their kid. And like Zion? Yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. Unless he's playing like that, that stuff is not going to keep going up. People just like, don't want that unnumbered, but at the same time, like you can still sell it. Like it, it'll be interesting. You know, I, I want to see how much that, those junk slabs keep coming down on like some of like the really new guys, like LaMelo, Edwards, stuff that the pop on them is kind of low for now. Like the Edwards base tens do like 200. That's because the pop is still pretty low. I think the pop is only like maybe, I think the LaMelo pop is like a thousand and the Edwards pop is like 500, but there could easily be a couple thousand Edwards prison base sent in within the next month or so. So that pop could explode and then those could dip. So I want to see what some of the bros think about that. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really confused. And I'm, I'm curious to know, like, how many of these like big breakers and everything are just sitting on like centered Lamello, Edwards, all these guys base prisms, like just they were just waiting for the prices to eventually come down and didn't want to spoil and just send it to the SGC or whatever so early. So I guarantee you that there's. Uh, I can't even imagine what the Edwards pop is going to be in like a year from now, but it's probably going to like quadruple. I think the Edwards pop eventually will hit 20,000 like Zion's did. I mean, there's no way that they printed less Edwards than Zion. It there's just... no way that gets to 20,000 with the centering and the issues on the surface and all the... Eventually, I think it will. Okay. We'll see. We'll make it five-year bet on that. Five years, I'm saying. Five Edwards years, Edwards PSA 10 hits 20K. Okay. Yep. I'll send the contract over. Um. <laughs> all right, my boy Jiffy. Shout out, Jiffy. Good seeing you this weekend, Brody. Hope you had a good show. He said, better investment, Mac 10 or K1? So, Kyler or Mac Jones? Better investment. I, I feel like Kyler. Mac Jones... Mac Jones is like the hobby's heart right now, but Kyler is so cheap and so easy to move when you get like a colored like rookie, like for like 150 to $300 to move that at a show is so much easier than moving a Mac Jones autograph for like 800 bucks where he doesn't have like as much out. So like better investment going into the season. Like, I feel like, a. what do you, what do you think dimes? Cause I'm torn on this I one. Kyler all day, in my opinion. I feel I mean, like I'm Kyler's the better value buy. I really you have like to think Kyler. about it. Hopkins is out the first six games of the season. Yes, but I here's what my other than just really liking Kyler as a player and thinking he's underrated. I think another big issue there is like, even though they're only two years apart, think about the difference in how much they printed in 2019 and 2021. Even like products that didn't exist like there's no kyler prison black 
silvers, but there's going to be Mac Prism Black silvers. There's going to be so many more Mac autos than Kyler autos. Like the printing press on like Max year is is working hard, and there's going to be a ton of Max. There's stuff. still they, like a ton more products to come out, yeah. right? Optic Select, like Optic. It, I don't know why you know it. You don't hear that much about Optic being that delayed, but I mean that's a pretty good product. And like, where is it going to come out before the next football season? <laughs> there's so much stuff that could happen with cards in like the next coming months with all this it's like actually like i'm very curious to see what happens and like kind of scared at the same time any predictions dimes i think a are, lot of it are gonna... all this all is all this like rookie autographs stuff like trey lance trevor lawrence all these guys gonna come down as more products come out yes i think that stuff's gonna come down drastically especially prism singles i think the $30 grading helps that a little bit, but just not enough. There's going to be so much of it. And I think, you know, there's going to be outside factors too. Like if the economy keeps tanking and, you know, card people don't have extra money for cards and they don't have extra money for cards. But if things can turn around and people start really wanting to spend some extra money, then I think that'll help determine it a lot as well. Yeah, so a lot in store for the coming months um let's see are you guys going to the nashville for maddie b cards thank you for sending a question yes sir we are up we're at we're we're there bro it's gonna be a scene so can't wait for ac national it's gonna be so much fucking fun and then that was all the questions this week but dimes how are we feeling golden state boston Celtics series tied one one uh we got game three tonight i think the celtics are favored by three and a half points who you got I think uh, the Celtics win the series. Why And why do you say that? Uh, I think they're a tough team. I think defensively they're tough. I think they're deep. Um, I like Boston a lot. I think everyone's just assuming that Golden State will. I, I mean, this is a tough one. This one I think could really go like either way. But I think Boston ends up winning the series. What about you? I mean, I'm going sea buzz to the moon. We're taking the Warriors, bro. I want. I hate Boston. I do not want them to win. Um, I hate the Celtics. I'm a Sixers fan, so we're riding. Go Golden State. Connor looks like a Celtics fan. Honestly, (laughs) Connor, we didn't even get to roast him. Do you understand? This dude's not on the podcast tonight because he's working late and then has a comedy show. Then we go, let's record tomorrow night. And he goes... I'm working late again and then have more comedy shows. So what is it, Connor? Pick one. Is it the Bro Cards podcast or is it your career? Pick one, he's dude. Hollywood. He's Hollywood. Dude, he wants kid thinks shining. he's Hollywood now. Yeah, he's only interested in us shining in sh- shining his shoes, dude. Yeah, kid opens up for Brennan Shaw once and starts walking around like Connor McGregor with his arms flailing. Kid thinks he's hot, but dimes out of the boys this weekend or any observations from the Fishtown show this weekend that that caught um, your eye. Yeah. One big observation is bargain bin stuff, like not dollar stuff. It doesn't have to be like I put out a lot of pre-priced ten, even fifteen, twenty dollars stuff just in bins, not in showcases. That stuff sold really, really well. I think people are a little bit hesitant on buying showcase cards. And I think it's hard for people to do deals on showcase cards right now because 
then somebody just pulls up alt and shows you the last comp and how low it was. And then it's like a battle of like, it's like, I, like, I feel like when I did try to buy stuff and I really didn't get to buy many showcase cards because like if I, and I hate doing this, but like, if I show you on alt that it sold for 300 and, and I'm willing to even pay you like 320 because it's something I really want and you want 500 because you paid 600 for it. Like if you paid more for it, that is the story of out. every card show recently. Yeah. Well, I paid eight hundred for it, so I'll do five hundred. And it's like yo, the last sale is three hundred, my guy. Just because you paid eight hundred for it doesn't mean it's ever gonna be worth that again. Like you're holding the bag on it. Sell the card, readjust, move forward. But you're right. When it comes down to shows now, everybody has the all app. Everyone knows how to look up comps. They either have collects. Uh, Lodex, the alt app, like they, it's so easy to search comps now. So it's not like you're just going to be able to get over on somebody very easily without them like knowing. And people also, one thing I was shocked at, and I'm not really hating on it. It's just something new is I saw like a guy comping out like actual, like not five, $10 card, like actual dollar cards. And it just took a little while, but <laughs> He ended up buying three of them that he thought were, were pretty fair at a dollar. So out of the 150 that he looked up, he was able to find uh, three that he thinks could be good plays. I think, yeah, it was, that was literally strictly dollar bin. I actually saw him, I don't, I don't know what he was doing, but I saw him like taking pictures. Maybe he was scanning them for an app, but hey, I, I think he, he was probably out. using the collects app, bro. So, yeah, I hope he was able to price out that Jokic uh, 2020 Prism Green. That was a steal, bro. Um, that was a steal. You probably sold it for like $4.99 on eBay. Dimes, you're hating right now. You play the same game, my friend. Oh, absolutely. That's why I said not really hating. It's just I hadn't seen that at shows until now, and it's interesting. I think that kind of plays into the whole a little bit scared. People are a little bit more scared to buy things because of, you know, recession. Yo, we just got City Boys Up moment. Connor just hit us with a text. Be back in two to five minutes. So oh, let's go. The pot is rolling, and we're up, baby. But... Uh, you already know the vibes. Manager Danny Dimes from now on is going to be our handler. Pause. Um, but if you have any questions moving forward about appearances, if you want to fly us out to like the Bahamas or something for like a live show, I need you to inbox at Danny Dimebox for all reservations moving forward because now we move. Yeah, I mean, one thing, if I can share this, not that we've, have the plan solved yet but in the near future i do want to do some type of live podcast event where some people can some of the bros can be there um not going to give any more details than that but i hope it's something you guys are excited for like a trade night or something like something for like the local scene where like all the boys can meet up and just like have a night where we like drink trade do whatever like and not like be capped out by a time or a show or whatever. Just hang out and watch a game or something. Yeah, that's that's hopefully something that can happen. If you we ran any- out to Lila's and then <laughs> we're going to the moon. Yeah, I called uh, Harden. He said he'll be able to get us that for a night. He wants it on the pod, so we'll we'll get that. All right, that's happening. Dimes is our James Harden connection as well. He's the one that broke the news about Harden coming to Philly. Oh, he's uh, here. He's oh my here. gosh! Oh my gosh! What what kind of shit were we talking while I was gone, dude? What's up? We're, we're talking, talking to manager dimes. dimes. Manager Dimes, welcome to the team, Danny Dimebox, Bro Cards employee number one, dude. 
round of applause. You worked hard for this. Oh, man, he did work kind of hard. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been grinding, dude, you know. He, he skipped DoorDash tonight to be here. Yeah, it's a tough one, but... Uh... More dedication than Connor. Yo, yo, get out of here, dude. I'm getting cranked at work. I, I got a show tonight. I got to go to New York at 6 in the morning tomorrow. The two more, and I'm back. I'm, I'm out here, dude. Kids getting cranked. Pause. Uh, wait, did we go over Dimes' uh, his goal list? No, I, no, I didn't even talk about that. You just intro introed him as the uh, what would you call it? What what position should we give Dimes? Manager, producer, like we got manager, get, like high. We need we need like a like a term for it, like a high ranking official in, in bro cards. Assistant to the regional manager of bro cards. Perfect. Perfect. Assistant to the regional manager. Now, Dimes, as the manager of bro cards, employee number one. Assistant to the regional manager. What are what are your goals uh, for the podcast? And first for goal, Ryan, because you're our personal assistant as well. Oh yeah, first goal is get the Discord popping. I already talked about the Discord a little bit, but I think that's going to be an awesome place for the bros. It's you know that's going to be the bros you know place to place to be. So that's one. Two is hey, wait, that's where we that's where we plan our storming of the Capitol. Our Discord's going to turn into <laughs> Q and That's exactly what I was going to say. No, we that's, don't that's where him. we that's where we play in round two. <laughs> it's where we take the country back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, whatever happens, happens. It'll but... just be a giant bro group chat. I'm excited for the Discord. I'll be the moderator, so I'll be making sure you know everything. No hate speech. We'll keep it PG. Everything kosher. <laughs> but uh, my another big goal. I want to set up an awesome live event for the bros in the local scene. You know, that, uh, that Philly area scene, I want to have an awesome event. And that's one of the main ones. Hopefully that can happen. My goal is to get that done before the national. And I also think it would be cool if like halfway through the national or maybe on our last night in our Airbnb, we do like a round, I get the equipment necessary to do like a round table type of pod um, with a lot of the guys we'll be staying with. I think that'll be cool to recap the show. Um, Live from the AC Trap House. Live from the AC Trap House. Cool. And I think the live event, too, it could be like a trade night as well. So, like, it's not just. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. I like that. That would be, like, the biggest reason people would want to come out. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're not, in. We're, we're not uh, Joe Rogan out here doing live podcasts. You know, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're for the people, dude. We want, we want to add. We want to give value to the people. Ain't that right, Dimes? Oh, absolutely. And, and I was saying, you know, do you have a date in mind of when the Discord's dropping? Is it dropping tomorrow morning? We should drop it next week. Next week? All right. Or week it, it's or, up to you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe like, you know, people are going to listen to the pod tomorrow and find out about it. Maybe we do like a Friday drop in the afternoon. Just get all the bros buzzing in there. Yeah, got to start out hot. Oh, Friday would be hot. Yeah, everyone's like bored at work, just talking shit in the group chat. I mean, anything goes in there. As We're going to Bro Cards golf outing soon. Ooh, I like that. I can't golf for shit, though. Hey, it's for the bros. All right, time. So you got two good goals. Or is there a third? Is there a fourth? Is there a long-term goal? Any, any, anything else? The most important goal is to, uh, to get you and Ryan wherever you need to go safely. You know, I mean, as a, as a professional handler here, I'm going to be able to handle – handle you guys in whatever situation uh, we need to get done. So that, that's the most important thing. What right. measures are you willing to go for for us? Listen, if it's 1.30 a.m. 
and Connor needs to be taken. From and Connor side. stuck at Delilah's. Ky- Connor stuck at Delilah's. He's in the back. They won't let him leave until he pays his tab. The manager's roughing him up a little. Dimes is driving his car right through the front. Hell yeah. I mean, they. I just walk in and they say, what do you need? I say, give me Connor and we leave. <laughs> and then we go straight to the Capitol. We ride that moment. <laughs> oh my God. Ryan, <laughs> as Dimes being our handler, do you, do you trust Dimes? Do you have your 100% trust in Dimes? I feel like Dimes has our best interest. I feel like he needs to go through some initiation to get my full trust. And there'll be tests over the next few months and I won't give him a warning. I'll just see how he can react in the moment and it'll be fight or flight. And if he's flight, then hit the road, Jack, and don't come back. But if he's flight or if he's fight, we ride it. Sink or swim and dimes, you know, uh, you do your job, you, you build us up and then you have the power to hire bro cards, employee number two down the line. Once you establish yourself, you get your own intern. But you're the top dog. Yes. Oof. This is a this is a dream come true. Rye, do you have any goals for dimes? Honestly, uh, to network and create great relationships moving forward. That's yeah. all I have to say. I want to get dimes in um in some new polos i want to get uh because times oh yeah the, the westchester polo is officially out as our manager you got a it's fireplace official. throw that thing it's in. out yeah that it's cyanar to it i'll buy a new let's get him a bro card yeah. polo and he has to wear it every day no he doesn't have to wear it every day but every time he's representing us we need to get you a new polo we're dressing you to the gills i'm getting you a new pair of sneakers if i have to because if i see you in those black basketball sneakers again you're hitting the road, Jack. Yeah, dime some Yeezys, some flashy Yeezys, maybe maybe yeah. some uh, some slides. We're getting some for dimes. I, I know, I know, Jewish guys love these slides with uh, white socks. I, I love it myself personally, so we could hook you up. And hey, you you wore a uh, you wore Probstein's yarmulke, so you're you're a member of the tribe too. I mean, dude, I'm in the tribe. Ryan, Ryan will speak to that, but yeah, it's confirmed. It's confirmed um but yeah dimes i'm excited to see what where you take us to i mean you're, you're handling us you're our our balls are in your hands right now Listen, 24 7 you pick up the phone you call you hear this beautiful voice on the other end i'm excited right. did we what, uh what can you do about getting me a new girl can you can you do anything <laughs> about that well, I can take you over to my favorite steakhouse in Philly, Delilah's, and we'll see if we have anyone to set you up with there. All some right, good perfect. Women, some women you'll be you'll be perfect for the job. One Thank for one. That's guys. initiative right there. That is sounds like a night to me. And a steak to go along with it. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. All right. Um, did you guys touch on listener questions yet? Yeah, we oh, finished yeah. all the listener questions. What did you think about Fishtown? Because we know you're Mr. Hollywood now at virginia doing oh, shows oh, and they yeah. can't make the podcast as he's working and doing more shows mr hollywood mr hollywood losing money on stand-up shows that's that's hollywood um fishtown show for me i i was beat up dude i mean it was a tough it was tough for me to to get there i had to take a i was up till 3 a.m 6 a.m train into, into philly straight to the show uh but i'm a warrior so so i powered through i showed up i set up my four cards um the first thing that happened was the Eamon fight. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Shout out to shout out to Eamon Game yeah. Bread Cunningham's. I mean, Jorge Masvidal, 
Fourth game bread. Amen. I mean, I did not know it was in there, but kid is game bread. I'll I'll set the scene real quick. I mean, I'm just like dazed, right? I'm dazed. I just get to the show. Eamon comes up, shakes my hand at our booth. Like all the bros are there. I'm like, all right, I'm here, like settling in. And then all of a sudden, Eamon starts talking about like some dudes at his booth that just like, we're kind of being like, whatever. They were talking like comp percentages and they, they couldn't come to a deal. And, um, you know, Eamon like wasn't, you know, he wasn't happy about it, but he wasn't like, wasn't shitting on them by any means. He was just like, you know what? Like, I don't have to make a deal at certain percentages if I don't want to. It was like 75% they wanted. And he was just like, fuck, like what? Like, I'd yeah, buy I, that have to, I don't have to sell my cards to at 70. Like, you know what I mean? He's just like, I'm, I'm playing. Amen was playing defense. We all play defense. We, we, Thanks, and, um, one of the guys that was making the deal, one of the guys' partners that was making the deal at Amon's booth that, that didn't go through, overheard him talking about that and was like, why are you being disrespectful, bro? I fly around all over the country. I fly around to Dallas. I always buy and sell at 75%. What's your problem, dude? And Amon's like, what do you – like, this guy was like in Amon's mid, just giving him a ton of shit because they didn't get a deal done. For, like, and no reason. It's funny because the guy that started the whole fight, when it escalated, pretended like nothing was going on. Yeah. yeah he that- stepped out, and, and then this this little this little chode, this thick little chode, steps up to Eamon, and, like, they're, like, about a swing. Like, it was, it was it got serious for a second. I know. Well, so what happened was this dude stepped in to defend his friend, the kid that started the whole issue, and then he started acting big with Eamon. And Eamon's like, who the hell are you talking to? And Eamon's like, all right, then like, let's get with it. And that dude was not about it at all. At all. Called it. And that's the second time I've seen that dude at a card show get called out to fight in a parking lot and stay in the show and pretend like he did nothing yep, So that's on that dude. If you're getting into fights regularly at a card show, you're an asshole. Yeah, that's the yeah. second time I've seen that dude get called out at a show and, and, and then- not go outside. Probably one of the funniest parts is Brett just is strolling by and Eamon's like, I, w- I want him out of here. Like, like, screw this guy. And that's like, oh, yeah, I'll toss him out. Like, all like trying to be funny because he had no idea that it was real. And then he saw Eamon's face and he was like, oh, you're being serious. And yeah. uh, Brett, Brett de-escalated it and uh, eventually the boys calmed down. But it was just a hell of a start to the show. I'm we pretty were- sure those guys ended up buying a lot of stuff off of Eamon after it. So, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so Ammon won. Those guys zero. Well, it was just like it seemed like a boy in a man moment. Like Eamon was a real man. He was like, I'm not going to argue with you in a card show. Let's go outside. And the one guy, he looked like a scared little boy. <laughs> he was just like, oh, wait, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, let me come buy your cards from you. Like, it's, it, was, it was a man and a boy situation there. Like, Yeah. And, and then the, the thing that irked me was the boy was like flexing. He's like, I spend thousands of dollars in Dallas. I buy thousands of dollars in Dallas and all over these places. And it's like, bro, like not, no one yeah. gives a fuck. That's my biggest pet peeve at shows. If you flex cash or you flex the deals or like, I just don't care. I've had people come into my booth. Like I have $50,000 in cash in my bag right now. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Congrats. And you know I what? Hope you get robbed. You know, what's funny <laughs> is this relates to our guy, Santiago sports. Your price is your price. Supply and demand. You want the card, pay the price. Yeah. I mean, the, the dude who started the whole thing, that one of the first things out of his mouth was, I've ripped $3 million worth of wax. Yes. And I really wanted to ask him, have you gotten 
a hundred thousand dollars return on that and on that wait that dude said that with the slick back hair yes no no the other dude the asian kid the asian kid yeah i mean not and i want to he said he ripped three million dollars in wax congrats you probably are down to at least the mill now. yeah he like, was like a flawless and nt like all this shit he's like uh, and i sold it at 75 percent. it's like cong- congrats yeah you probably made 75 grand back because if you rip three million dollars worth of wax you're probably you know not getting more, much more than like a hundred like you just get smoked on wax depending on what he was ripping but those you guys get smoked on wax it's like going to a casino and saying that you make money every time you leave the casino yeah it's yeah oh i'm definitely up on blackjack no you're not yeah that's like the people on Instagram that only post their winning bets, and it's like, yo, you only posted like three bets this week. You definitely post, you definitely bet more than three times, my guy. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> so that was the start to the show. I mean, Aiden's a real one. Um, it was we were in a weird spot because we didn't like it. It just popped off, and then all of a sudden they were off and running. So I didn't know anything that was happening. Uh, plus, I was out of it. But, I was down to get some shots in. Yeah, you. Were, yeah. I was like Ryan. You've been training for this, bro. <laughs> If there's anything well, about well, they were they were Eamon was Eamon was outnumbered, so I just had to like be like, all right, there's just one extra just in case. Yeah, and then we had we had Stevie Slabs on the other side ready for a flank attack. Yeah, Stevie Slabs was riding. So. Yeah. And yo, he's low-key a thick boy. We, I was talking to him, he works out five times a week. He's he's put on like a bunch of muscle. Dude, we had Stevie Slabs, we had Jiffy, we, we had, had Steve Parr, we had Ian, dude. All we had to do was snap a finger. Big Bubble would have came out, jumped off a table, and suplexed that bull if you yeah, had to. Steve, Mikey Eyes was right there. We had Hotch. We had Meatball. We had a whole team, dude. We had the SWAT team there. Mikey Eyes is ready to go yeah. under someone's leg and grab their nuts for the, for the cheap shot, but it's also a good <laughs> shot, you know? If there's anything for sure about that situation, it was that Eamon was 100% right, and those guys were 1,000% in the wrong. You know, just picture Mikey eyes sliding under some dude's fucking legs, just like, I gotcha. <laughs> just crushing it. Just out here riding for the team, dude. Um, <sighs> all right. Yeah, I got the boys in a Royal Rumble at the Fishtown show any day. Yeah, I mean, it's our home field. <laughs> Yeah, it's over. Uh, and then what else? Uh, so that started the day off. And then, uh, you know, I just chilled. I It was fun just hanging out with the boys. There was always some, some nonsense going on around the tables. Uh, bought a card. Matt hooked me up with an ETN uh, Contenders Auto, which was cool. Um, and then I bought a Hertz Origins Auto off Stevie. And that was my Fishtown show. Let's go, baby. Yeah, just a, a little moves. I got to move the Lamelo and yeah. Edwards. I got to move. And I, I mentioned that we weren't going to be able to hit the anything but common show this weekend. But if you guys um, aren't doing anything this weekend, Saturday, anything but common show, check out Jake's show. Um, I'm sure we'll be at the next show, but make sure y'all hit him up and check out his page. Oh, and I'm, I'm curious. I want to comment on this. Uh, yeah, shout out to Jake. Sorry we can't make this weekend. We had something come up, but... Um... The better investment question from Jiffy, the Mac Tanner or Kyler? We both said Kyler. I was going to say Kyler too. He's so cheap. He's so yeah, cheap. And now that I think about it, Dimes made a good point here. The more products that come out for the newer quarterbacks this year, the the bigger the price drop. And like like a Prism Silver Auto of Mac Jones selling for a grand right now, what do you think's worth more? A contender's auto of Mac Jones 
worth five to six hundred dollars or a prism auto yes, at a g sure. i guarantee that contenders the contenders auto should be worth more than the prism silver auto any day of the week there's no reason that should be a thing yeah the, and the more and products that come out then like the the lesser these autos are going to be the prism prices are dumb as fuck right now yeah i'm good on the prism singles i know i said i was going to grab some stuff but i'm really good on that stuff People are there's going too many down. parallels there's a there's a navy camo out of 25 there's a forest camo out of 15 there's an orange wave out of 60 so they introduce a bunch of new colors this year and then they just raise the price and you just see singles selling for stupid money. Like I'm just good on all of it. I think it's a, a crappy product. I saw like a, like a Trevor Lawrence green scope auto go for like 3,500 raw. And it's like a Josh Allen green scope PSA nine, like isn't far off from that. It's like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. So unless you hit a PSA 10 on that card, you're taking an L fat L. Yeah. But like people look at the Trevor Lawrence's green on green. That's a team color. Yeah, I mean Trevor Lawrence, like could if he plays well, he ever like his prices are gonna get even crazier because like he's like he's like the all-American quarterback. I mean, it's it's hard not to play better than he did last year. Like anything he does this year is gonna be a step forward from yeah, he'll throw back. two touchdown passes and like 200 yards a game, and, and like you're gonna see people in their Instagram stories like jizzing. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, Kyler Murray just put up four touchdowns and yeah, I, I don't know. It's it, it. We have to get used to like performance doesn't always. Equal I mean, stuff. Lamar won an MVP, and Trevor Lawrence probably Trey Lance probably sells double of what Lamar sells yeah. for. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Um. All right. I mean, that's. I'm sorry I had to hop in late, boys. Nah, you picked up the momentum. You guys were chill. We got to loosen. We got to like crack dimes open. Like, I feel like it's going to take dimes a few times to get like a little loose on this podcast. Oh, I'm loose. I mean, I think you got his juices phone when he talked about storming the Capitol. He was like, oh, I'm down. Like, I've never seen dimes eyes light up like that. We have to start off every episode with like the Pledge of of Allegiance just to get dimes like feeling patriotic and just like super like gassed up about America. Hey, I got acquitted on all my trespassing charges for the Capitol on January 6th. They said they saw I did not actually go into the building. I was just outside uh, causing some ruckus. But since I didn't go in, I'm acquitted on all charges. No probation for me. So I'm ready to go back there. Maybe this time I'll go in. <laughs> That's our manager, folks. Let's go, baby. Oh, We're like... ready. Um, Ryan, any, any closing any remarks. closing remarks? Um, nothing too crazy. Nah. See you at Delilah's. What's our What's our upcoming schedule? Chantilly in two weeks. Chantilly in two weeks. Last I week think, of June. Wait, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll be there. All right, city boys up. City boys up. Dimes, welcome to the team, bros. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. We're we're gonna get the, we're we're running a type shit here now. That it's gonna be a, a whole new bro card. So later, peace.